to more than one of these episodes consecutively, you are listening to them. We're back to back. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That was good. Not that shit right out of the park. Not the intro that you hinted at me. I had a fish-based one. Yeah. That I then abandoned because I'm convinced that I used it or some variant thereof in an earlier episode. I thought of that shit in the last 15 seconds. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Master of the improvisation. Now, what if they're not listening to these consecutively? Then, God damn it. See? See? Gotta think of everything. Fuck! Anyways, guys, I'm Tom, otherwise known as Christian Rose. I'm being joined by... Damien Deschain, otherwise known as Brayden. And we are joined today by... Bailey Bright, otherwise known as Bailey Bright. It's not Correct. a joke. I'm also back. He is he also is, back. Yeah, he's... Finally, The Rock has come back. How we not? How <laughs> we not? Fuck. You just blew it. How we just blew it? God damn it, bro. So right under both of our collective noses. How have we not? And now we can't. Well, we might be able to. Dump it. Dump it. God damn it. <laughs> you should have just shut your dirty whore mouth and used that I on didn't the next think one. about it. No, you fucking didn't. You know what? That negates him <laughs> fucking up the opening bell on the last All right, we're even. We're even. I don't like this continuity. All right, we're even. <laughs> I fucked up the fact that we could have used this intro, which, by the way, you've done that I'm- to me, too. But, um, Wait, what, did I? Yeah, there was one time where you said something and I was like, Tom, I could have fucking used that. Oh, that does seem that right. Happening. Yeah, that, that vague, that, that was vague listener of the show. But basically, what I'm saying here is the opening bell, thank you, Bailey, for putting this in perspective. The opening bell from last <laughs> show is negated because I fucked up the intro that was in the palm of our hands. I accept this, and I will allow you to use that intro in a future episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see. If on the I... caveat that okay. we don't talk about the botched opening bell ever again. Okay, well, we get... We, well, I was going to say, well, we also can't talk about me not watching the main event of the first show that we did, but we haven't talked about dropped that in a while. It, dropped it. Yep. We're good. Yeah. Done. All right. <laughs> Guys, now... welcome to the first episode of this podcast that we're doing. <laughs> Soft reboot. <laughs> Like when they did X-Men Days of Future Past, and it was just kind of like, yo, remember how that third movie sucked? Well, that doesn't matter anymore. You know how we have this thing where, like, all of our episodes are in season one, and we have no plans of doing a season two? What if season two is just the same episodes again? We just arbitrarily decide... Wait, we we just replay the same episodes? No, no, we review the same shows, and... and have basically the same notes. Oh my god. What it's just, just a soft reboot. What if you just make every episode ever season one, and then season two starts on the last episode you guys plan on recording? It's our okay. season two premiere and series yes. finale. Yes. See, what I was... what, what <laughs> My plan was to, at some point, without consoling, consulting you yeah. or anyone else, just make it season three. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know. Uh, there was, okay, th- th- this is the thing that I remember I thought would have been fucking hilarious, and I think somebody actually ended up doing it. Imagine making a movie that was, oh, let's just call it The Adventures of Bailey Bright 2, but there has never been <laughs> The Adventures of Bailey Bright. Yeah. I thought that would have been, uh, there was a, um, like, Naked Gun-style parody yeah. of an action cop movie called uh, Loaded Weapon. Okay. Which I think is a funny name, but it was actually called Loaded Weapon Part 1. 
<laughs> Which, they never made a sequel. <laughs> That's but the, the, the arrogance of putting part one in your movie, to me, is such a great joke, because you're just being like, yeah, man, this is going to be a huge hit. That is, that is the motivation behind why we're in season one. Because in the pilot of this show, you said, yes, this is season one, because we're going to be arrogant enough to assume we're going to have seasons. <laughs> I do remember this. Fair enough. Uh, guys, we're, it's actually return to form today. Oh, yeah! We're returning to format. <laughs> Rebuild the format. Fuck the format. Refurbish the format. Reupholster the format. Restore the format. Put a new roof on the format. Buy flooring for the format. Take a bulldozer and demolition an entire building, wiping it out, starting from ground up to rebuild the format. Use the infinity stones to snap back the format. Oh my god. But only after Thanos has destroyed the format with his infinity gauntlet. Sacrifice Tony Stark for the format. <laughs> Time travel to get all the six different stones to bring them all together into an Iron Man glove that you can snap back the format. Disfigure Hulk's arm irreparably for the format. Oh my god. Well, now we've done that. Uh, That's not the first time we've gone on a tangent about rebuilding the format. No, but I think it is the first Marvel-based one. It is. It all is. right. Uh, before we get into the shit today, though, we do have to ring that opening bell. And now what, and we're back. what a what a lovely sound! Thank that is. God, it's never been botched. Exactly. Um, this is again, once again, the first episode ever of Pepper the show. Farms Welcome Rangers. to the show. Uh, I was like, don't. Um, <laughs> as is tradition, before we get to the undercard, we're going to foreshadow today's main event. We got a doozy. WrestleMania. 24. I was gonna. I was waiting to see if you were going to say the number in a weird way. I don't know but, how to uh, say 24 in a weird way, but I will uh, say it is from uh, the year of our Lord, 2008. XXIV? That okay, is correct. That is correct. Uh, you could also say... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you could tell me a better way to pronounce that, I'd like to hear it. I'm going to go with... Okay. I'm going to go with that one. You could also say... Uh, uh, 24... How about that? All right, all, all right. That. You know more Spanish than me. Sure do. That, I think wow. I can go to ten. Uh, uh, ten is uh, base. Uh, uh, dose, right? No, I'm kidding. Um, Swing and a miss. Um, uh, undercard. Did, Has anyone yeah. watched any wrestling recently? So, uh, fucking no. Not at all. <laughs> I just watched a little bit of the first ever ROH show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, we sat around and watched some of the uh, callback to an earlier episode. Uh, the Year of Honor Begins with Bailey. Uh, your you thoughts? Think? Yeah, what do you think? It was really weird to see Eddie Guerrero um, in basically like a, a Rock Falls Legion show for us. Yeah. It's... I started to watch... WrestleMania colon backlash. Oh no! I Why? literally watched the opening match, which I believe was a triple threat with Rhea Ripley, Charlotte, and Oscar. I then turned it off for fear that I would watch the zombies. I turned it back on and I watched Roman versus Cesaro, which was exquisite. 
Can we talk about the zombies? I have only I feel heard like we about have the to. zombies. I have not seen the zombies. Were there zombies? Why were there zombies? He explained this to me. I don't fucking believe him, but go ahead. I'm going to give you the same explanation I gave to him, but I'm going to try to do it faster. To answer your two questions there. Yes, there were zombies. Why were there zombies? Unclear. Okay. So here is what happened. Miz versus Damian Priest is scheduled for a lumberjack match. Doss Morrison is talking to Doss Miz and says, I'm going to go talk to the Lumberjacks for reasons that are also unclear. He goes to a room labeled Lumberjacks, opens the door, fucking zombies. Slams it shut almost, I would say, Three Stooges style, like, (laughs) goes to Miz, says, you're not going to believe this. The Lumberjacks are zombies. The Miz says, basically, that's stupid. Miz, Morrison, Damian Priest go to the ring. There are zombies. They have surrounded the ring. They have no interest in getting in the ring, only being lumberjacks. They also have no interest in the referee. At some point, John Morrison is able to combat a zombie with an enziguri. You being an avid Walking Dead fan, has anyone ever tried to enziguri a zombie? No. Maybe they should try. (laughs) Um, He makes a good point. Then, hang on. You, 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 hold on. We're not, we're not... We're on idiot train going to stupid town, and we're not there yet. At some point, somehow, John Morrison ends up on the barricade wall. The zombies drag him down behind the barricade in the Thunderdome, which is evidently the blackness of hell, and he does the whole, like, oh, no, thing being pulled down behind the barricade by the zombies. The match ends. I can't stress what I'm about to say to you enough. (laughs) Your face looks confused. It will only get worse over the next 45 seconds. The match ends. Ends. Damien Priest somehow leaves the ring and gets past the zombies. He's on the ramp. His music is playing. His Titantron is playing. He does his fucking bow and arrow pose at the top of the ramp. As the zombies enter the ring because now the match is over and they understand this somehow. And they proceed to swarm and eat the Miz. The Miz is not seen again. Now, the following day... A day later, on Monday Night Raw, John Morrison is on TV having a match, and he is, and I can't stress it to you enough, not a zombie. What the fuck? <laughs> we don't know where they came from. We don't know why they abide by now some of gone? the rules. They are now gone. What the Morrison is not a zombie. Miz why? is dead. I don't know. Can I make a Absolutely. I think uh, I think I might have gave WWE this idea. Okay. It's uh, your fucking fault. One of my hobbies is actually writing. Since I was little, I've always written, like, st- short stories or whatever, like books. And uh, I started a project freshman year that began as some shitty crossover between the Walking Dead universe and the Supernatural universe, like the TV shows. But that would make sense. Right. But in my most recent adaptation of said book, um, the first one anyway, there's, there's two brothers. Sure. They fight supernatural beings together. The show's been on for like a billion episodes. I've never yes. seen one of them, but yeah, I'm aware of it. The, the, and the zombie apocalypse also happens. Sure. In the middle of uh, these two brothers' match at... WrestleMania because they also work for WWE. 
So you're entirely responsible for WrestleMania. I'm backlash. sorry, everyone. I'm sorry. God it's damn my... it, Bailey. <laughs> uh, One of my favorite things that you do while telling stories is, and then, and I can't stress this enough. <laughs> that's oh, my favorite. Like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so they're having a match, and then something ill-defined happens. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, Let's just get into today's main event, because I think this is going to be a real fucking juicy one. Folks, we're here to talk about WrestleMania 24. This show was picked by Bayless Bailey. Why? Um, It's my favorite Mania. Okay. It might be because it's the first one I saw sure. live. I had seen, like, you know, I buy old DVDs and see other manias and pay-per-views and whatnot. This is the first mania that I bought and I watched as it was happening. Um, I hated Randy Orton because I didn't know any better at the time. Sure. And um, Edge as well. Uh, This was when Shawn Michaels had overtaken John Cena as my favorite wrestler. Okay. So we'll get into that. Obviously. (laughs) But, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's my favorite one, and for probably reasons that are 90% based on nostalgia. I mean, that... But it is a really good card. Yeah. What is your experience with this pay-per-view, sir? So, uh, I've been teasing off-air that I have this huge swerve coming for this episode. It's it's, it's still to come. My experience with this pay-per-view, I watched this live when it happened. I absolutely fucking loved it. Uh, I love that it's your favorite mania because I think that uh, every so often I'll get into discussions with people about, like, you know, what's the best manias, this, that, and the other, what's the worst ones. I, I really feel like this is one of those ones that falls under the radar. I think that people only really remember, like, one or two things from it and they forget how good the show as a whole is. Yeah. Uh, I watched this live when it happened and um, I used to not buy a lot of WWE DVDs like pre-network because they were usually like expensive and I was poor. Yeah. Uh, this one I got at a Walmart somehow for less than $10. No fucking way. I'm positive it was mislabeled. It had to be. WrestleManias I believe were like 36. For I know this. And then the regular pay-per-views were like 24. I know. But I was in a Walmart and it said Mania 24, and I think this is like a three-disc thing. Yeah. Eight, like, it was less than ten dollars. It was like eight bucks, and I was like, there's no fucking way. So I did the, like, price check thing, and it came up as, like, less than ten. I was like, there's no way this... For some reason, I thought the price check thing and the front register would be on, like, a different system, where it's like, yeah, you might get away with that shit back here, but when you gotta go to, like, pay money, there's no, no dice. No, I bought it, so, like... Yeah, so that's my connection to this uh, overall. But I have seen this show a lot. My connection with this pay-per-view... First of all, I've never seen this whole show before watching Mm -hmm. it for this. But, Bailey, you happen to fucking pick a show that goes right along with my format. I've only seen one match of this show beforehand, and not the rest of the card. That's awesome. And it is because... That's awesome. That's and awesome. it is because I've made a confession to you that I had never seen Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair. 
Oh, and I think like, I forced you to play that, or forced you to watch that. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. And then that's the only thing I saw of this right. show before watching it for this. Right. <laughs> so here's my big swerve. Mm. Oh, in bending the format for the show, not breaking, but bending. Because I have seen this pay-per-view countless times, guys, I didn't rewatch it for the today's for today's podcast. Holy shit! Okay. Because I'm con- wow. I, because I'm confident there's going to be some gaps in here for sure okay. that you're going to have to bring me up to speed. Okay. On. But I'm confident I remember this show so well that just a small reminder of the things that are like lesser than the top of the card, I'm going to be like, oh fuck yeah, I remember this, that, and the other, you know, blah blah blah. Because I started thinking about, I was like. I used to watch this one like a lot. Same. So I gotta, I gotta just point something out because this is not a vir- uh, visual medium. Yeah, I almost said virtual. It should be at some point. Can you imagine? <laughs> 4D Wow Ed. Put on anyway, your headset. <laughs> um, I have to point out because this is not a visual medium. You do not have a notebook. Mm-hmm. This is a historic thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But, but, but again, I am confident that I remember enough of this show. Hell yeah. That with maybe a, a, a few gaps, I'm going to be good to go on all of this. I'm pretty sure I know... The, I, I Can I shoot out what I believe is the opener? Yeah. It's JBL and Finley in some sort of a hardcore rule. A Belfast Brawl. Belfast Brawl. That's it, yeah. There's oh, a suicide it. dive that gets swatted out of the air by something, Dude, I believe. It, yeah. is, it is a Belfast Brawl, and it is stiff. It's awesome. I love this match. So what is the... Uh, maybe I gotta ask... This they say this is being presented in WWE HD. What's right. the difference between HD and WWE HD? Stop boasting about your fucking HD WWE. <laughs> God damn it. Well, okay, so this is 2008, so this is when like HD like really takes hold. This is when they changed the raw set and yeah. it based, and it, it was the same set as the SmackDown set. Yeah. Because they basically bought like new lights, new cameras, and everything to be HD. So this is when everything starts to look uniform. I hate it, but they still same. did. Um, Different sets for all the pay-per-views. Up. At this point, still, yeah. But then that even that would go away within the next like couple of years. Anyways, one of the things I want to bring up, uh, I've I've talked about this before with WrestleMania. I kind of hate that now we have all these crazy multi-man matches where it's just to get everyone on the card. Yeah, yeah. I liked it better when it was like kind of an honor to be on the card at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. And even with that, it is insane to me that this one is a match on a WrestleMania. And two, that this is the fucking opener. Yeah, I thought it was weird as an opener, but I like the match. Oh, I do too. I, I'm a huge fan of both guys, but just yeah. the idea that Fit Finley had a singles match at WrestleMania. Oh, I, I do. just want to add that this was the payoff to uh, Vince McMahon's illegitimate son angle. Yeah. Uh, payoff is a strong <laughs> word. It was Finley's son all along. You're aware of the original goal of this, right? No. Maybe shit, brother. If you tell me, yeah, I remember. But the original goal was for the illegitimate son to be Ken Kennedy. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah. And it was going to be a massive push for him, but he got busted for a wellness violation. So they were like, "Yeah, it's not going to be Ken Kennedy. What do we do when we want to kill everything that we have? Well, add Hornswoggle to it." Yikes. Yeah, that was the original plan: was to use this as the launching pad. In and essence, Kennedy was going to get the EC3 gift. Before, Ooh, like long okay, yeah. before that was a thing. Ethan Carter the Third in TNA. I just I don't know much about him. That's fine. So like basically, Dixie Carter's the owner of TNA, right? 
Ethan Carter the Third is like her nephew, whatever the fuck. So it's the spoiled brat nepotism oh, gimmick. Okay. So that was going to be the gimmick. Like, imagine if Shane McMahon was an actual wrestler. That was basically <laughs> kind of what this was going to be. Oh, yeah. So just a sweaty, potato-headed fist man. Um, this was also before Swaggle could talk. Yes. Dude, why is the crowd so up for Swaggle? You they know. fucking pop hard. Do you guys like remember that he his... was originally called just that little bastard? Yep. <laughs> is that still sure here? Sure do. No. Okay. He has I, a name. I like his music. Yeah. I like his real upbeat. Yeah. I like Finley's music better. Finley supposedly can, uh, like a screw top beer bottle, you know, not the, the pop tops that you yeah. have to have a bottle. Supposedly, he can hold that in his eye and turn oh, a beer bottle and open it. I believe I believe you. Oh, I do too. So, um... I miss Finley. Uh, one thing about the finish of the match was, uh, I know that you don't have to do it all the time. Sure. But, I think somewhere along the lines, I learned anyway that most of the time you should probably put a face over in the opener. I agree. And this was a, a heel going over in the opener of WrestleMania, and that was kind of weird to me. That is weird, especially is with the build of this. Yeah. I remember JBL fall away slamming Hornswoggle in, in a cage <laughs> at some point, and, and he like bounced between the cage and the, the ropes of the ring to the apron like a fucking Plinko chip. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this man he beat looked, this little person. He, he looked kind- like he died on everything. Yeah. yeah. Because of the way his body sells. We kind of mentioned it a bit, but I feel like it's worth bringing up again. Finley dies so hard on that dive. <laughs> okay, so what is it? I know it's he a, gets he swatted out of the air something, and he, right? And, and it's a trash can lid, yes. and okay. JBL just wallops him in the head, and he eats all sorts of hell on the outside. Oh, God. I, I just made a note, and it probably applies for several different moments in this match, but it says, look, ma, no hands. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it applies. Also, it's weird because, like, for me and, like, the style and everything that I like, man, this is a dream match that I just remember, like, really liking. But now, if I did go back and rewatch it, I'd be like, this is fucking incredible. Yeah. I love Finley. Like, goddamn, he's one of the, just the meanest people. There were a few matches uh, that I had a newfound appreciation for watching it now mm-hmm. than, like, the way I remembered it because there's so many good matches. Mm-hmm. Like, on paper, like it's stacked. Right. That you that I forgot about it. You were like just didn't appreciate them back yeah. then. So, uh, Finley versus William Regal from WCW Uncensored '95 or '96 is Tony Schiavone's favorite wrestling match of all time. I have watched it. It is uncomfortably stiff. <sighs> it's like watching Walter and Dragonov, but without all of the <laughs> sounds. Oh no! They're just hitting each other. Oh no! It's wild. So, uh, are we ready to move on? Kim Kardashian is here. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Bring it. She looks shoot uncomfortable in this entire segment. Do you have more detailed notes on this segment? Because nope. I have no clue what even happens. Listen, she... Is, does, hang on. She announces the attendance? Is that no, what it that's is? later. That's, that's later. later. Okay. She, this is backstage. She says something. Mr. Kennedy comes in and is like, hey, I'm going to win this ladder match because cool. I'm Mr. Kennedy. And then she's like, okay, what the... Kennedy! And he comes back in and fucking 
She looks genuinely uncomfortable. Really? I feel like she got. I, I was always like I I enj- I would I would do the whole yeah, thing do that with too. him. But as far as like watching him, he was always just there for me. Yeah. The first couple months when they first brought him in and were just shoving him hard, yeah. I was kind of like, "Fuck yeah, I dig it." And then once that wore off, I was like, "Oh no, I've been lied to. This guy's <laughs> not good." <laughs> yeah. Well, now we have this uh, Money in the Bank ladder match. Next. It is. I wrote down all everybody who was in it so, so that I'd remember, but it was... I also did. That. John Morrison. Yep. Mr. Kennedy. Shelton Benjamin. CM Punk. Carlito. MVP. And Chris Jericho. I hate the fact that there were seven people in this match. Yeah. Make it six or eight. Yeah. It fucking bothers me. I'm with both of you on that, and I kind of don't know how I feel about us all having this even number OCD. I don't know. Let's just... You're adjusting the volume in your car... It's got to be on an even number or a multiple of five, yeah? Here, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Can't have that volume set on 27. No, that is a sin. <laughs> That's, that is a literal sin. Uh, uh, I Okay, so things I do remember. This was not a good time for Jericho because it's post his comeback, but he's already cooled off from being like a top-tier guy, so now he's just in the middle. I didn't like his long tights here that had the chains on it. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. Uh, Morrison does a moonsault at some point in this match while holding the ladder, which to Correct. me I was like, I don't think you need no. to do that, John. Correct. Right? No? Okay. Yeah. The moonsault did not touch Carlito. He also kind of like... It was just funny. Like, so, he was like the guy yeah. at the back of, of a group yeah. that just doesn't take any of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kane in the back of the group putting a hand up <laughs> and then falling. Uh, I, I asked with... Uh, exclamation point after the question mark that Shelton was just always this huge. Yeah. Did not realize that. I thought he was just huge when he came back recently. No. He's always been fucking huge. And the crazy thing is though you don't realize it during that like initial like team angle world's greatest tag team run because everyone was big. That's crazy. He is a uh, next time you see uh, Fowler on a show Fowler had a singles match with him. Really? Yeah. And was like Holy shit, he is a gargantuan human. <laughs> so, um, Shelton takes this ladder bump. This. It damn near kills a man. Yeah. Where he's on top of the ladder, and I think it's Carlito and Kennedy? Get, shove shove him, and he flip bumps to the outside. Yeah. And just, my only note is, Shelton, you're spying. What the fuck? My note was Shelton died. Yeah, there's so, I said it, I said it to Tom. <laughs> There's so many deaths on this show. Yeah. I don't know what it was for, but I said, fuck a flat ladder bump. Oh, uh, the uh, Kennedy did the fucking... Oh, my fucking God. Flipping, flipping fireman's his, carry yeah, thing to CM Punk onto the ladder. Fuck that all. Oh, way. wait, like the ladder's just laying flat? flat? I don't know yeah. at all. Oh, no, guys, what are you thinking? <laughs> no, dude. I was like, CM Punk is in genuine agony right now. Brian, probably. One Punk one. Punk wins this one. I'm positive. I remember yes. that. Yes. This is first. Dude, of two. okay. Yeah. So they did this thing where the fucking ladder was inside the other ladder and it was like a cross thing. I thought it was fucking awesome. Slight side tangent. Uh, you're a big fan of people turning heel out of necessity. Sure. Um, Punk's second Money in the Bank. Yeah. Thing was a perfect example of that. I feel. Oh, it was beautiful. Because it's beautiful. He cuts a promo where he's like. I did it to Edge. He did it two to years Edge, ago, and everyone cheered. And everyone loved. Yeah, yeah. 
No, that, that that's some of the best storytelling the Fed's done in several decades. And then he did it on Hardy, and everyone was mad. So. Which, yeah, man, it's the thing <laughs> where it's like, if you go back and rewatch it, it's like, no, audience, you're the asshole. Yeah, um, exactly. One of my favorite spots for its simplicity, but like also awesome, and it's only simple because it's in a ladder match, mm-hmm. but the walls on, on top, top of top, That has yeah. to hurt like so fucking bad. So the first time that I saw that done was Jericho Benoit Rumble 01. Mm-hmm. They had the ladder match for the IC title, which is incredible. It's so fucking good. It sounds good. Uh, having read Jericho's book, the backstory on it, they were like, well, we can't top like the big bumps that you know they've already seen like TLC matches. Let's just make it like we're using shit as a weapon. Mm. Yeah. The whole match is based on that. It's fucking stellar. Hell yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I agree. That looks, <laughs> it, it just looks painful. Yeah, it looks like it hurts everyone. Well, except for Jericho. <laughs> I, I really, I just really enjoyed this match. I, was so, I remember It was so much great. fucking yeah. fun. I have a note that I thought you guys would appreciate. Mm. It's in all caps. It says, where the fuck was Hardy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. MVP's at the top of, a, of the ladder for a while before Matt returns. Yeah. Oh, okay, because this was during their feud. Yeah. I have zero yes. notes on Matt's return. <laughs> <laughs> I was mostly just sucked into watching this match. I was. It was just. It was just. It's good. Yeah. It's fun shit. Real solid. I really miss the Money in the Bank being a WrestleMania thing. Yeah, um, it was. Kind of, it's kind of cool that being a WrestleMania deal. Yeah, I kind of hate that it has its own pay per view. I hate that there's so many of them. I don't necessarily hate that it has its own pay-per-view. However, I do hate that there's, like, the SmackDown and the Raw, and then there's you know the Women's be, SmackDown you know what, and the Women's Raw. You know what would Raw. be cool? You know what would be fucking cool? Qualifying matches on each brand, and the winners get into the Money yes. in the Bank match, and then they face their brand's champion whenever the fuck they want. No, but you see, no, Tom, that, that Everyone gets a sense. fucking briefcase. Right? That, t- that, t- like that makes too much sense. All of that, but the winner yes. has the choice of the belt to cash in. Fine. Fine with that. Dig it. Except Let's actually make except. the separate rosters fucking separate and, and have a few little wormholes that people can go through to yeah. change shows. Like the Royal Rumble winner has. Correct. But no. It's all stupid. Uh, <laughs> sorry, the brand split means nothing. I, I, yeah. I get fucking heated about it. I wish it meant something. It I think to. it's fucking cool. The concept is incredible. Yes. Um, Whoops. What is, um, what is after So this? after this, there's this Hall of Fame video. Rey Mysterio is wearing what can only be described as a Louis Vuitton mask. It's okay. fucking odd. Is it an actual Louis Vuitton mask, or are you it, just calling it, it that? It can only be described as such. Okay. It looks very designer bag-like. It, I bet it's the Louis Vuitton mask. Uh, alright. Then what? So... I, well, I have a... Oh! Hold on, he's got a thing? You also have a thing. But a I, yeah. small thing. Okay. Just because I thought, I saw Ric Flair being inducted and it gave me a thought about Ric Flair that might surprise you guys. Sure. Ric Flair's obviously in my unbiased top five wrestlers of all time. Okay. Um, I don't put him in my top ten personal favorites of all time. Which That's is totally weird fine because I acknowledge you know. like he's yeah. the best. You know, one of Best the and favorite is different. Right, right. See, to me, I think, best. That's, I think that's yeah. fair because, like... Eddie's my favorite. Time is a fucking factor. Oh, yeah. For sure. For you, sure. You, like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you weren't even watching wrestling until he was already on his, 
last slope down, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, and if even if you go back now and watch, like, God, this is a weird thing. I've had this discussion. You have guys that hit their prime. Flair had a couple of primes. Yeah. But if you go back and watch his shit now, it probably won't hold up. Like, from your perspective, just because, like, everything has changed. Yeah. Like, Flair Steamboat, that saga from 89, they had three great, unbelievable matches. You watch him now, and, like, I don't know if he'd get the same enjoyment. That's so, fair. I mean, I, I, I can... I think that's fair to say that, like, you know that he's good, but he's not, like, your favorite. Like, ah. I miss uh, Fink. Yeah. yeah. I have this uh, question for y'all. Sure. That I think it'd be uh, interesting to delve into a little, tiny little side tangent. Does the Hall of Fame mean as much anymore? In my opinion, no. Because I feel like it means so much less now. Yeah. Like I, I didn't say you're wrong. I mean, and it's sad, I think, but yeah. like, I think I don't think it means as much now, and I think it's. The same problem I have with pretty much everything that WWE does. It's overexposed. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel special anymore. Like, I think it would have been cool if they had, like, I don't know, five people or less go in every year. Yeah, why not? And now sometimes I'm like, there's so many fucking people going in. And, like, honestly, some of them, it's not that they had a shitty career. It's not that they were bad or anything like that. But I'm like... I also, like, I get, like, the Connors Cure Award and the Warrior Award. But like, I almost feel like that should be separate from the Hall of Fame ceremony. But like, sure. the Hall of Fame should be like the Hall of e- Fucking an Fame, exclusive thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe even like make the celebrity wing almost like a separate night. I don't know. Sure. But like, or maybe I, just like announce the celebrity wing like it's not as big of a deal of getting inducted the night before right. WrestleMania. I like. I appreciate. I will say I appreciate that they have put guys in that were not successes in WWE but were just successes at, like Jushin Liger is in the WWE Hall of Fame oh yeah he's had one match for the WWE <laughs> you know what I mean like, yeah. like Stan Hansen is in the WWE Hall of Fame shit like I, I, I can I'm cool with that yeah I can see that I I love Stripper Mae Young I think it's so fucking <laughs> oh funny to me she I was think it is so fucking funny to me in 2008 <laughs> she was a hundred really Unless she was, unless I got worked, because at the home when she gave her speech, she said, "I wouldn't want to be anywhere else on my hundredth birthday or something." She said, "I'm gonna be here on my hundredth birthday." Is that what she said? Yeah. Okay. She I mean, looked a hundred. <laughs> but I th- I don't know why, but I think May Young wanting to, wa- yes, <laughs> but I, I think May Young wanting to show the world everything that she has <laughs> is yeah. just so funny to me, and and. People like scrambling to cover her up, especially Sergeant Slaughter. That's the funniest <laughs> one. I think it's the funniest thing. Um, my only other note on the Hall of Fame section: Charlotte, looking like a girl for once. Yeah. <laughs> can we hear? Can we talk about like she had worked on on her face? Recently, she does not right? look like the same. Person she does not at all. At all. She's putting Natty to shame and when I, it comes to plastic. I brother. prefer before. Yeah. And it's crazy to me that people are trying to, like... I'll say this. If you want to get shit done, whatever. That's your journey. But just say, yeah, I had some work done. Don't try to let... Like, she doesn't... I'm not even sure she looks like the same species anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Like, you... Yeah. They're... 
Yeah, fuck it. You know what? <laughs> fuck it. So we have this segment next. I'm going to just read all of my notes for this next segment. Okay. Hopefully I have four something here triggers notes. memory for me. Todd Grisham with Snoop Dogg. Okay. Festus. Affliction. I got AIDS from that segment. I only remember Snoop Dogg at some point somehow just almost like Looney Tunes style where they would just like reach behind their back and just have what they need. Yeah. Has a bell. He rings the bell. Yeah. Festus, Festus is out <laughs> and attacks somebody. Uh, Santino Morella. Right? Yeah. Good. And he is wearing Affliction. That's Santino what. is wearing an Affliction shirt? <laughs> yes. I laughed, but not for the right reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we have this match next. Um, Batista versus fucking Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't know this? Oh, this, this is story? the most incredible thing ever. Okay, okay you explain. I'll, I'll tell you the story. Have I told this on the show before? I don't think so. I, no, I've listened to every episode. Okay, so... Way back when... I'm watching Raw one night, and I'm texting with my dear friend, Koi. He's watching Raw in his house, I'm watching Raw in my house. And... <laughs> it's this segment, and Ric Flair's in the ring, and Armando Estrada debuts. Okay. Cuts this weird promo on Ric Flair and introduces my Samoan bulldozer, Umaga. Music hits, out comes Umaga. Umaga has been on my television screen for a fourth of a second. And I get a text message that just says these three words. It's fucking Jamal. <laughs> what? As in Jamal and Rosie from... Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. And I could not stop laughing at... The speed! Th that's, the, that's the only thing, honestly, that made it funny. Yeah. If, if we'd been having that conversation the next day, he's like, yeah, and they brought up Umaga and it's fucking Jamal. <laughs> not funny. Yeah. Not funny. True, not funny. Yeah. But, but the just... Umaga has stepped from the shadow into the light. It's fucking Jamal. <laughs> Kills me. Uh, uh, okay, so shape. Jack to the gills, brother. Yeah, Gacked to the gills. I don't that's, know what that that's means. a big boy. Uh, Umanga. I fucking loved Umaga. Yeah. I have a note that says Umanga. Umanga. I started it with a Ooh. Y and an E, and then Uma. Does does Regal N. does Regal introduce him here? Yeah. Yeah, yes, he says okay. Umanga. Yes, because I, I remember, remember thinking that they only had him do that to say, Umanga! <laughs> on I Mania. It. I hate it. He apparently was the Raw General Manager for a while. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I don't remember that. This was a good run. Yeah. This was supposed to lead to Regal becoming WWE Champion, by the way. Oh, wow. His run Whoa. as GM was going to cap off with that. But, yeah, it didn't happen. Weird. Uh, I, uh, so, I, I fucking loved Umaga. I don't remember this match. It's fine. I have a note in all caps that says, yes, we do floor bumps here. Dude, Batista dies hard on that back bump to the floor. So remember, what, do you think, what does he get wait, hit? Remember when, when like, uh, oh, it's a, his, like, side kick that's, like, almost a super kick, but he, like, jumps into oh, it. Oh, okay. Okay. Batista's, Batista's on, on the apron. apron. Mm -hmm. Just. Just, mm. dude, he fucking eats it. <laughs> dies so hard. And then the crowd turns on him. Oh, wow. Pretty hard, I feel. Eh, it was fine. I love Umaga. Ooh, Umaga's a good example of, Batista. like, 
shit that I use in training where I'm like, you don't have to look like a bodybuilder or an action figure, but you gotta fucking move like you can win a fight. And yeah. MAGA, like, you show a picture of that guy to somebody, and they're gonna be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And then the moment that you see him, like, god damn, he could run. Yeah. <laughs> he, he could do and everything. He, yeah. he, he was so fucking, good. Uh, wheel kick? Or Spinning whatever? wheel kick? Yeah. yeah. What? Dude. He did a flip dive. Uh, I think the year before this, he had a match with Bobby Lashley oh, and does like God. a suicide dive or some shit. Like he was so good. Batista almost fucks up the Batista bomb. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, like he gets him up and then kind of loses him and like falls. He's falling backwards. back and yeah. throws him forward. But it, it, I mean, it still worked. I thought that I kind of was okay with that, even when it happened. I was like, yeah. that's a gigantic guy to get up yeah. for that move. I like I liked his match just because I like Batista. Sure. Um, I did think after the crowd turned on Batista, they probably should have gone home sooner than they mm-hmm. did. But that's just me. Yeah. That's also hindsight being 2020, yeah. yeah. you know. Like, um, when we used to do shows at the Walnut Racetrack. Yeah. Uh, we did one for Zawa in 18 when it was me versus Scotty Keys. And Keys goes out first and is just over as fuck. Mm-hmm. And we're, like, halfway through the card somewhere. So they like, no. Okay, we got to cheer someone and boo someone. So he's over. And then, like, when I come out by default, I'm getting booed. Right. And we already cheered for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I do, We've made up our mind. I do not know what to do. Right. So uh, we just wrestled the whole match face-to-face, but I was getting booed the whole time. Oh, man. So, and then after the fact, Stumpy told me, like, next time that happens, this is a... Fair spot show, you know, yeah. summer. Just turn. Yeah, why not? My next note says, Oh, good. Chavo. <laughs> I Hold said, on, wait. I think this, this is Chavo's best match. I think I said, I, this has got to be Tom's favorite Chavo match. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's the thing. I didn't know that this was the match when I saw Chavo coming out. So, in hindsight, Oh, good. Chavo. Because, like, it's fucking over. Chavo versus Kane, yeah? It might be the most overmatch that Chavo's ever had. For the ECW fucking championship, because (laughs) why not piss on this legacy more? I think I've hit a uh, um, sort of a theme song revelation. Okay. Okay. The reason I hate Slow Chemical is because I associate it with my least favorite version of Kane. By a thousand miles. He had it for a long time. Yeah. So what, okay, so your least favorite version of Kane is? Pickled Egg Kane. <laughs> he, I, he had slow chemical before he lost Because I associate it. You know what, fine. With the it, Kane I grew up with. Pickled Egg Kane. Which sounds like a brand name if you say it fast enough. <laughs> Uh, okay, I do remember this. Bell rings, Chavo attempts his new finisher, the running shit stain. It doesn't happen. <laughs> Goozle up, down, three? Yep. 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 Fuck yeah. Thank you, Chavo. Bump for my mayor. <laughs> so, uh, wow. Did you make any notes on that little commercial in between there? So, uh, my only note on it is, this Carlito Seagull segment is what Tom was envisioning in Florida. <laughs> When you were trying to fight seagulls, this is exactly what you were picturing. Oh my god, I do remember this now. 
Yeah. It's some weird I, bit uh, where he's like on a date with Maria and he's yeah, bombarded by a seagull and then there's like Mm-hmm. Isn't there a shot that's from the point of view of the bird? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple. I wrote that. Uh, I hate how much I remember from this. <laughs> seagulls aren't in my jurisdiction. <laughs> there you go. Um, Get over here, you whore. <laughs> Tom, twenty twenty one. Before we <laughs> before we get into uh, this next thing. I mean, are we going to talk about that? So Raven. <laughs> no. Okay. I didn't anyway. I just had a I note mean, that said that's so Raven. She was just out there for bullshit, right? Like, what was it? I'm going to feel uh, bad for saying that. I think I remember what it was. Yeah, it was the Make-A-Wish <laughs> children. All right. Well, thanks for having me. Folks! Guys. I'm going to leave. <laughs> you sit down! God damn it, dude. <laughs> Some bullshit scary thing. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I love how you looked at me and you knew immediately... <laughs> Anyway, Got so this yeah, garbage for six kids, <laughs> sick kids. Can it's I can sick. I just say my next note? Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Well, say your thing. Because, I you guys like to say this, but I wanted to say it for this. Okay. One. Okay. Here, here we go. That's my next note. All right. I'm so Thank fucking you. proud of you. Thank Wait, you. hold. On. I've forgotten. Flair and Sean is on this early. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Uh, did you know this was originally pitched to be the main event and Flair said no? Yeah. You just told me this recently. Yeah. But <sighs> I did not, write though? that this is the main he event. Said that he said the world title should go on last. Noble. Yeah. Jamie. Yes. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't seen this, do yourselves a fucking favor. <sighs> My next note just says, stop. Stop this video package. Stop it. Dude, the, the, the feels... The, Promos in the build to this were gold. Yeah. The old yellow stuff, yeah. like, ooh, loved it. Also, we'll get to it when we get later into this match, but this is going to burn Braden's ass bad. Lawler has at least two great calls on commentary during the ooh. course of this. Well, I have one fucking awful one that he said, so <laughs> That's you can fine. be fine. I got two good ones. <laughs> uh, guys, it's Sean versus Flair. It is, we're gonna call this mm. Flair's last match. I don't give a shit what he did in Australia. I don't give a shit what he did in TNA. This is his last match. Uh, Australia? I No, he, he did a tour of Australia, like, what the, the next year wrestling. So, Jesus. Us and many other, other people have, uh, compared our match in Oregon sure. to this a lot when you yeah. ended the streak. Um, and I had one comparison that stood out to me is like in the same way that they did as like you know what's going on with the whole build and everything. Right. With the way you know the outcome. Yeah. You just don't want to know. And no, yeah. one, no one cares. Yeah. Because it's, it's just good. Yeah. Not to make us sound like we're the shit, but like... Of course not. The, like you said, the tension in, in the room that night... Right. ...was like, just... It, people were so excited for this match, they didn't care that they knew the outcome already. Uh, I don't know what this is for, but it just said... My, my next note just says, Sean dies. Well, he dies oh, yeah. a couple of that times. Is, okay. I think this one is specifically uh, in mm. reference to the moonsault onto the table that... The, the sound... Just and I, I, I did not know that. I've seen this match so many times. Sure. I still forget that that fucking bump rib first to the edge of the goddamn table is so early Dude, in the match. Yeah. So early. It's and you can tell crazy. he's fucking hurt. How how would you not be? Oh my god. Like I don't care what they do to those tables. Like how how like, uh, 
something I gotta get I gotta reference on here. So, like, we do this ourselves, but like, you have those jokes with your friends that become like part of your vernacular, right? So, for a long time, me and my friends would say, "Can't be for you there." Can you just Can you just read that Amazing. note? God damn it! There it is. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> We would say, I can't be for you there. And then this became like, oh, I am for words. As it's like, I can't even say anything, which was the translation. Uh, basically, let's say Bailey says something that I think is stupid. Uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> I just go, oh, I can't be for you there, Bailey. Like, yeah. I disagree, you know, whatever. The spot where Michaels goes for the moonsault off the top to the outside, and Flair just goes, nope. Yeah. Uh, and, and Sean, which, it's crazy that we don't talk about that at all. Yeah. Like, whenever you go back to this match, you go back to that table. Yeah. He does a moonsault to the floor and gets nothing but floor. I've been watching this with Cage one time a long time ago, and and we're just kind of, I'm backhanded laughing at it, and I go, God damn, Flair's all just like, I can't be for you there, Mike, (laughs) and just swats him, which then he dies laughing at, which then just becomes, yeah, I can't be for you there. Uh, yeah, the, I, I think the, he thought it was funny because it's actually backwards. It should be, be there. I can't be there yeah. for you, Mike. Yeah. And instead, I was like, it can't be for you there, Mike. <laughs> I like that better, though. Oh, it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And this one's to his fucking ribs and hips this time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lawler says, Flair taking exception to that old reference, Yeller. You yep. fucking piece of shit. All right. Uh, Flair busting out a butterfly suplex. Yeah. Suplex. That's what it said. His job is to speak. Okay, so, yes. Uh, uh, butterfly suplex. Sean goes up top, gets hit with the flare. Yeah. Flare yeah, hits flare the crossbody off the top. Yeah. Like, layered psychology, great stuff. Sean goes for that super kick, can't do it. Hesitates. Oh my God. It's so... F- oh, oh. Actually, you know what? The there's storytelling. Three, there's there's three good calls by by Lawler in this match. Oh. And one of them is right there. He super kick, no... Figure four, he who hesitates is lost. Well, you see, that turns out to be blatantly false when Shawn Michaels inevitably... Shut your dirty whore mouth. I can't let you get Lawler over. Shawn Michaels has the best elbow drop ever. So, uh, at one point, um... (laughs) There's the, uh, duck the integrity into the figure four Mm -hmm. thing. I thought that was fucking awesome. Great stuff. We're not ignoring what I said. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage no. has the best elbow drop ever. You can. Whose was the finish? Whose was argue the finish? With Shawn Who's Michaels' was the form, it was the prettiest goddamn elbow drop Who's I've ever the seen. Finish? This fucking guy. This fucking guy. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I I absolutely fucking love this match. I think it's some masterclass in it, both wrestling if, and, and psychology. It's beautiful there. Uh, Tom, if you and I had chopped each other as much as they did in this match. Oh, yeah. I would have permanent scarring. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, other good Lawler call. And here's the thing. This one is not just a good call, but I remember as a fan who has seen the movie being like, what? No. And then he calls it out. He says, the reason they put Old Yeller down in that movie wasn't because he was old. It was because he has rabies. And nobody fights more than a rabid dog. I did like Which that. is the actual fucking plot of the movie, by yeah. the way, guys. Which makes it more heartbreaking when the kid has to shoot Old Yeller is because he's gone mad with rabies. Mm-hmm. 
Which, I, I'm also, furious. By I'm the way, fuming right now. By the way, speaking of rabid dogs in movies, if you haven't seen Cujo, goddamn guys, that shit will scare you for fucking life. Dude, uh, Cujo was a fucking asshole, and I still cried when he died. I didn't, but I think I was so, I was also like a child. I was so terrified of the idea of being stuck in a fucking <laughs> pinto for two and a half days with no water. Fair. Um, fair. Also... You've we, seen the finish. I'm sorry. I love you. Everyone, okay. everyone knows. I wrote that Flair is already crying on the way down on the bump from the that Sweet Chin music on the yep. finish, and so am I. Dude, it's... It, it gets me every, every time. fucking Wallow's time. last good call in this match, by the way, is just before the finish. It is just, I think it's actually a split second after. Which, by the way, every so often I'll bring it up, but the WWE camera crew, there's some stuff that I'm positive they're smartened up to, and some stuff I think that they get on accident. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad they got that sh- shot of Sean saying, yes. I'm sorry, I love you. Yeah kick flair is feeding up and he's literally doing the like come on you know yeah. like you know with his hands lawler says flair wants to fight mm. that's the last call before the bell rings it's so, so good it's so good like like i'm not defending lawler as a whole but that, that that's undeniably perfect for that i'll give you that most times i'm not but if i'm ever like doing okay through that I am always like doing decent if I am until they fucking flares kids on the camera dude yeah it's so heavy it's it really is also it starts into motion what becomes my favorite feud of all time Sean and Batista or Sean and Jericho Jericho because this leads into Sean and Batista. I knew that was your favorite feud. And then feud. that leads into Sean and Jericho. Oh! Yeah. That's my second favorite feud of all time. So, like, I... this is part of what me and Cage used to call the saga. If you go back and just look at the Mania matches, because here it's Sean and Flair. Mm-hmm. A year later, it's Sean Taker. Mm-hmm. Then it's Sean Taker. Then it's Taker Triple H. Then it's Taker Triple H. That, yeah. That's the saga. These all uh, bleed together. In that Shawn Michaels and uh, Chris Jericho feud, uh, I was at an age where, like, shit was still real to me, damn it. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) I swore off wrestling, like, after Shawn lost that ladder match. Mm -hmm. Like, I was, I'm a very, like, angry crier. And I was, like, bawling with rage. (laughs) And I was like, I'm never fucking watching wrestling again until, like, January of 2009 I got back into it. Uh, so I can't remember what 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 on earth did they put to follow this. So there's an Edge promo. I liked it a lot. Uh, it, okay, it's I a, do remember it's that. It's a good one. Him being in the crowd at Mania 6. Yeah. And Hogan losing. Yeah. And how he's basically going to sh- just shit on every kid's dream. Of, yeah, because yeah. he was... Like that. It's, it's blatant. It's actually like part of the canon that he's a, a, a Hogan guy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, that made perfect sense. I thought it was like kind of poetic. Yeah. So then, my next note just says, this bunny shit is next. Women's wrestling. 
They had a Playboy Bunny. What is what? What do they call this it was stupid a Playboy Bunny lumberjack tag team match? I'm like, why just call it a fucking lumberjack? I don't remember. Okay, the only thing I remember from this is Snoop Dogg makes an entrance <laughs> on a golf cart. Yeah, and it's but pretty he dope. Was the master of ceremonies, just call him the fucking pimp. But he makes the girls walk. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Anyways, sure does. Yep. Who's in this? It is Ashley and Maria. Versus Beth Phoenix and Melina. And then oh, a I'd... bunch of lumberjacks. Which uh, I always loved Ashley as a kid, but like going back and Dude, yeah. that's a, that's a tragic story. Yeah. Like that, that 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 sucks. Uh, uh, I wrote that Moonsault was scarier than Lita's. Uh Melina was like on Beth Phoenix's shoulders. And Oh yeah. It was yeah. Um one point I think it's Melina and or someone else. I don't remember who who did it, but they they did a fucking... It was Melina. Did the fucking catapult and didn't put her fucking knees yeah. on her fucking opponent's fucking butt. Yeah. Oh. It it infuriates me every time. Did it go bad? Because the person has to like weak? do a sit-up and then like yeah. launch themselves. It's so stupid. Just fucking... Anyway. It's crazy to me that the catapult actually works if done correctly. I remember, like, I, I, I think I've told him this story. In training, I thought that move was, like, the dumbest shit ever. I thought it was like, oh, yeah, I just have to stand up and jump. It's like, no, man, if you actually do it the right way, you can actually fucking launch a person yeah. like that. Yeah. Santino was... Morella has had more impact on the women's division than he has the men's. <laughs> We're back to this, aren't we? Because we've covered Santina... On a previous episode. He fucking interferes in this match, doesn't he? What does he yeah. do? Well, uh, I don't even remember. I, I don't remember what he does, but he does something. Jerry and Lawler then Geriatric Lawler, goddamn, stands up and <laughs> says, I'm going to take care of this. <laughs> God, fuck For the puppies. It's troubling to me that you two watched this recently and can't remember the details. And I've watched this pay-per-view what a does lot Santino and I can't do? remember it at all. Well, here's the thing. My one of my notes just says, "Thank God it's over." Let that sure. This is the there match. Was, hold up. That made me turn off the show. I was like, "I'm gonna watch the rest okay. of this tomorrow." I can't <laughs> fucking finish this. Right, right, right. right. So he talked about this earlier. This is the first time because this maniac watches these things all the way through. This is, this the, is first the first time, time I had to turn off. The, I was. This show was so fucking hey. good, and then this happened. It broke the production team, too, because there was a power outage during this match. Oh, Lights go out because yeah. even WWE doesn't want us to see this. That is my note. Yeah. God damn it. And, and then, like, it's funny because the lights go out and you just hear bumps. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, because of the camera, you can see, like, silhouettes doing stuff. Yeah. It's just, if you're there, I imagine you just hear bumps. I'm kind of impressed with them still being able to, like, work in the dark <laughs> right yeah and they had like what was it like the spotlight or whatever yeah some sort of spotlight on I it. will say that this wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be not like the in ring stuff but like when I heard Playboy Bunny attached to it I thought we were gonna get a fucking like pillow fight or something yeah, yeah. yeah. at least it is yeah, yeah I'll give you that it's a match it's a loose semblance of a match what's after this after this is uh, the triple threat uh, for the WWE Championship. Triple H, Cena, and Orton. Yes. And, I uh, only remember the finish and thinking that this was pretty good. 
I highly enjoyed this match. I do too, and fuck you guys. Fuck yes, Spinner Belt. Oh, god damn it. No, no. Yes. You're not going to win this here. It is my favorite fucking belt. You're objectively incorrect. <laughs> so, what a weird, like... Tell you how wrong you are. What a weird, like, high school football walkout style entrance yeah. for Cena. I mean, cool, but it was really weird for, like, him to have that entrance, and then the other two just come out. Dude, Triple H had Triple nothing... H. Of for all this. guys, I to literally not have, have a weirdly normal of... WrestleMania entrance from Trips. Right? He usually has some Valkyrie Rock Opera fucking Mad him, Max Fury Road. Yeah, him and Cena always like the big fucking entrances. Yeah, but, but I, God, if I associate anyone with a outlandish triple or what is it WrestleMania entrance, it's Triple H, and he had nothing uh, here. I, is Orton still coming out to burn in my light at this point? Yes. Okay. And there's a there's an argument that you brought up on a previous episode that I wholeheartedly agree with, and that is that voices should have been debuted for this match. That's what I thought. Mania, okay. Not yeah. a few raws after. Correct. Yep. 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 So, but speaking of voices, burn in my light is better. Speaking of voices. Ooh. Speaking of voices. Speaking of voices. I have a note here that says, "Voices hits different. Burn in my light isn't the same anymore." Braden, how could you? Dude, I, 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 I don't... You I, son of a bitch. <laughs> this is a betrayal on levels that no one has ever seen. <laughs> I'm sorry, voices is better. So, um... Injuries next... don't exist when you're John Cena. Correct. He, had, he tore his peck off the bone... Yeah, like three months before this or something. It was some uh, or three months it was, before, it was the, Royal before the end of the year. Yeah. He was supposed to be out for like six to nine months. Came back in like three at, at the Rumble. Which okay, this is the thing that got brought up on a on a better, more informed, not better, but a more informed and better researched pro, uh, podcast. The original plan was supposed to just be Triple H versus Orton. Then Cena's all like, yo, I'm healthy again. So Jesus. Triple H does not win the Rumble. However, during said month, Jeff Hardy gets more over than God in church. So they're like, gonna do Jeff versus Orton at the Rumble, which is a great match. Oh, it is. Awesome finish, because it has the first time they did the spin out of the twist of fate into the RKO. I love that finish. It was not decided on who went over until the day of said pay-per-view. Wow. So in some weird fucking alternate universe, we would have gotten Jeff Hardy as WWE champion defending against John Cena at fucking what? Mania. That would have been that, fucking yeah. insane. Yeah. But, I, uh, also, yeah. here's another weird thing going back to the uh, CM Punk, Jeff Hardy thing from a year after this. Jeff does not win the WWE title at the Rumble. No. The original plan was for him to win Money in the Bank at Mania 24 and then be champion a few months later. However, he then gets busted slash suspended slash whatever for, quote, personal issues. Yeah. Punk gets the briefcase. Punk ends up with the belt. That's insane. Especially when you consider their feud a year later, which was based on this actual type of shit. That's crazy. Um, Bonkers. Orton is a Greek god. That is all I have. So good. What? <laughs> well, I wrote Orton is a god. So, That's yeah. incredible. <laughs> is that the next thing you were going to say? Well, I was going to skip it and oh. say that I miss Triple H with hair. You know what? I don't know. I like big bearded 
Bald badass Triple H. More B words. Know what your voice is there? Uh, Voices in my head. Hard, it was a hard, hard uh, shift for me to make. Yeah. I I just wish that somebody to had me cut it's it. weird now. I agree. That should have happened in a fucking match. Mm. What the fuck? Uh, isn't the finish of this something kind of wacky where Orton punts somebody, but okay. they but they immediately like, oh, he didn't get all of it. And I was like, it looks exactly the same as no, all it looked like he got, he got all, all of it. He, I think H- Jerry Lawler says he okay. didn't get all of it, but he's incorrect because he's Jerry Lawler. Triple H pedigrees Cena. Okay, he's in the pin. Yeah, Orton comes from, you know, side frame. Sure. Punts the shit out of him. He rolls out, pins him, and one, two, three. Right, right, right. Okay. Which I love that finish. I thought it was awesome. I did too. Good finish. I thought it was dope that Orton retained. Yeah. I don't think anybody thought that was actually going to happen. I didn't. Correct. No. Um. So, uh. <laughs> now we got what? Big Show versus Mayweather now. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> There's a sign that someone pops up right behind Big Show that says, I'm gay. That's the whole sign. All right. Good for that guy. Uh, <laughs> love it. I. What a way to come out, though. Those I... shorts were a crime to my eyes. Oh, his weird chinchilla skin shorts that, that were like wearing? Pants? Yeah. Guys, I fucking love this match. I love the build for it. I love the hype around it. I remember enjoying the build for this match. He where... broke Big Show's fucking nose at the Rumble. Yeah. Which, like, supposedly I remember hearing that Big Show was, like, shoot mad about it. I was like, what do you think is going to happen? What, well, what did you expect to was, happen? Even in this match, after what had happened at the Rumble, uh-huh. it still looked like he was trying to break his fucking face. Yeah. And I was like, did nobody, like, train him on punches in those three months? Uh, you know who did train him on how to work and whatnot? Matt Seidel. Really? What? That's right. Think? Matt Seidel is the one who trained... Lost money. I did think he was a decent worker in that match. Boy. I okay. Yeah, I, I like this. I like this a lot. I, I expected I to it. hate this, but it right. was so much fun. Uh, I remember. Uh, so originally, people the, the the original concept of this was for Big Show to be the heel. Yeah, and, and there was then a like, weird double turn midway through. It was like, oh fuck, our audience really kind of hates Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. So they did, you know, like Bailey said, a, a kind of a bizarre double turn. Yeah. Which, I'm like, no, I think that's better. Yeah. yeah. He uh, used the brass knucks. For the finish? To probably actually at least Dude, they played it slow-mo. He tags it. He fucking yeah. got him. I'm pretty sure, like, something else happened to Big Show's jaw. Like, from that. Probably. Whether it was just a dislocation or, like, a break. But. Uh, so the thing <clears> I want to <throat> bring up about this. Is I think that like if if you watch this, it's hard to it's kind of hard to just judge it as a match. Yeah, but if you judge this as this is a quote celebrity match with somebody yeah. who's not a wrestler, fuck man, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah, yeah, that's how I looked at it, and that's why I thought he was pretty decent. I thought this was the best celebrity match ever until Bad Bunny this year. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I can't argue with you. I also have not rewatched. Uh, we just brought this up earlier. Uh, Lawrence Taylor versus Bam Bam. Yeah. In a very long time, I have like next to no memory of it. Uh, but goddamn, Big Show also said, "Look, ma, no hands." Oh yeah, like Dude. several chair shots to the dome. He covered up on the first one, and the second one came, <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" 
anyway, um, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Batista steals someone's girlfriend. That is the end of that segment. What? There was a little fun, like, uh, I'm not even kidding you, probably 15 second commercial. I didn't even write anything down about that. It's, I'm not even kidding you, it's probably 15 Mississippi seconds. Oh, I think I almost wrote something down about that and then didn't think it was worth it, but it was going to be like something like these hoes ain't loyal or something. Yeah, that's true. Guy is going to propose, and while he's trying to propose, he just spears the shit out of him, dude. Ruins his proposal. And then the fucking girlfriend, now ex-girlfriend, looks at Batista and is like, you're jacked, let's fuck. And then they go away together. <laughs> That's the end of the fucking... Anyway. Makes sense. Okay. I don't know what you're fucking complaining about. <laughs> Alright. Anyway, so, um... We ready to get to this, uh... Monovento? Bring it. Undertaker. Versus Edge. Undertaker's entrance was 4 minutes, 40 seconds, and 85 minutes. I gotta be honest with you, I had to fucking leave. I skipped entrances for this match. I had to. Yeah. Because if I didn't, I was going to be late to picking him up. <laughs> I'm not joking. Uh, I love this match. This match was fucking awesome. This is like a forgotten one for Taker's yeah. streak, and that's bullshit in my mind. Um... The build was great. The video package was great. I, uh, like, I always knew this match was good because, like, on paper, how can it not be? Sure. But, like, what, I, I think this might be the, because f- I've gone back and watched matches on this card a lot as a worker, but I don't think I've revisited this one. Yeah. And after watching it recently, I appreciate this match so much more than I did as a kid mm-hmm. for reasons I couldn't have as a kid. Did you, you know, know that at one point it was heavily suggested that Edge would go over? I think you did tell me that And once. Edge said no. Wow. Edge dies so fucking hard on he, this flip bump. I was going to say, from it's the off top, the top rope right? Yeah. To the outside. Yeah. He eats... He takes the floor bump uh, here. He, we do floor bumps here. Also that, whiplash. Dude. He dies he so did. hard. Yeah. That I died. There was a cool, <laughs> there was a cool, uh, old school spot that I liked somewhere before that, where Undertaker goes for it, Edge goes to pull him off the top rope. Mm-hmm. He lands on his feet and like, I don't know, shoulder checks like his arm, arm or drag. Yeah, like he lands on his feet and like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Edge goes over him. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's okay. almost like an arm drag. Undertaker almost did a Brody boot in this match at some point. <laughs> Uh, when he hits the ref, I think he does basically. I know it. that like there's examples of it before this. I kind of view view this match as like the one that made people realize, oh shit, Edge is a master at like psychology. Yeah, because like, there's the run-ins with the Edge heads. There's the ref bump. I even wrote down shit as simple as like him not being able to hit old school for a while. Yeah, um, and all the counters. Yeah, the ca- the lot counters, of counters. Lot of the counters. counters. This match was so good at making people believe that the streak could end. And this, I think this is like one of the first ones yeah. for that, too. Also, uh, Charles Robinson was dude. fucking cooking. Dude, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> it's wild that that, I think that that sprint of Chuck Robinson coming down the ramp is like <laughs> the most memorable, th- not the most memorable, but like the most mem- remembered thing from this match. Yeah. I mean, it is a feat. Let's be honest here. For sure. He was 
He was running faster than Usain Bolt. I am. Uh, but it's a great. 100% but, but even convinced. that's a great false finish. Oh, it's so good. It's so good because and it makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's so good. Um, great falsely on the on the spear. I wrote that down too. It was absolutely incredible. <laughs> Hell's Gate is the finish. Thought it was a little bit odd, but it I'm is. okay with it. I think it's more odd they didn't have a name for it at this point. Plus, what was it out of? I remember, spear, oh I remember shit. liking what it was out of. Locks all the like, gold. He hits the spear, right? Yep. And he's like selling it there for a minute. Yeah. And then... And then just locks yeah, it on. Yeah. yeah. Which is pretty fucking cool. But yeah, they, don't, they don't have so a name for it yet. So they just weird. go, oh, look, it's that submission hold. <laughs> that submission hold. Uh, this um, is... Go ahead. Sorry. No, you... Yeah, I, I was okay. going to... Uh, this is a little off topic. But um, I have, I don't know if it's a hot take. It might be. It might Let's not be. I, before I watched this match, I firmly believe that the streak should have ended with that end of an era match. And then as, be his, done. as his career. I agree. Okay. I can't argue that at all. That would have been the best, perfect, most beautiful fucking ending possible. Yeah. Nope. God damn it. You just had to go and beat Undertaker's streak, didn't you, Brock? That's my fucking... <laughs> by the way, the end of an era, I, I think you know this. That's my favorite match of all time. I do know this. Why the fuck was that not the end? I agree with you. Like, how greedy can you get, Mark? <laughs> fuck! Wow. What um, do you want? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I don't know. you just had this unbelievable match with your two best fucking colleagues... Welcome. Fuck! Yeah. Anyways. Uh, overall. You did, you did incredible, by the way, with having no notes and not watching this. Dude, yeah, I told you, I, I, sure. I watched this shit, like, on repeat. This is a, a really, time. really damn good mania. It is. Besides the Playboy stuff. But, you know, you'll have that with a mania. Absolutely. Got to. I, would, Got to. I would recommend it 99% because of the Playboy match, but other than that. I would recommend this one. I think it's a real forgotten fucking gem of a mania. Yeah. Because it's oh, one yeah. of those ones where everyone's going to remember Flair and Sean. Yeah. And then past that, I think, honestly, I think people remember Edge and Taker second if they bring it up this show. But man, there's. I didn't know any really of the other matches shit. on this car. I didn't know that. That's crazy. I, I didn't know anything else of this. I it's only stacked. ever heard it's 24. Very stacked. That's 24. Oh, that's. Uh, Sean and Flair. And that's I all this, I ever yeah. knew from it. I had this weird, like, false preconceived notion that Mania 24 was both of our favorites. But I might con- be confusing you with someone else. You know what? I have to really think about one of my favorites. Like, what my favorite is. I know that the first Mania I ever saw was 22. I don't know how that's not going to be your favorite. Because of... I mean... I think my favorite Mania is 17. Or was that 20? That It was, like, Eddie and... The end of Eddie. 20 is Eddie and Benoit hugging in the confetti. Okay. Yeah. I thought 20 would be your favorite. Uh, I'd have to uh, really think about it. I'd have 20 to really think about it. isn't a great card overall, but it has like... I got you. It's one, like, okay, so like 24 that we just, you know, whatever. Like this show is consistent from top to bottom yeah. for the most part, mm-hmm. but the stuff that's at the top is fucking great, right? 20 is one of those manias where it's like... This is incredible. This is incredible. 
everything else is either okay to... Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, Eddie and Angle from Mania 20 is great. Oh, that's fantastic. The, I love that. The triple threat match. with Benoit, Triple H, and Sean is incredible. The opener is Cena and Big Show, and it's fine. And then the rest of it is kind of like, whatever. Like, it's yeah. Rock and Foley against Evolution 3 on 2. And even that's just kind of like... Should be eh. good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not that it's bad by any means. I think it's the only time Rock and... Orton and Rock and Batista were ever in the ring. Yeah. But it's just kind of whatever. 17, that, I think, is my favorite. That's probably fair. I've Top to bottom, I think that's real. That's, that's a real solid one. Is that the first TLC? Yes. It's that. It's... No. that It's the second TLC. Oh. Uh, Austin Rock is the main... Taker Triple H is on that card. It, it it's fucking wow. crazy good. Hell yeah, hell yeah, man. Um, overall, pretty damn good show. Fuck yeah, Thank watch you. Watch WrestleMania twenty four. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Good pick. Good to have you. It's been long awaited. Not by you guys, because outside of some references, you don't know me all that well. <laughs> but uh, long awaited by me to be on this show. Speaking Can't of references, to listen to it a lot. Speaking of references. Berna, Chuck Palumbo, <laughs> where's Connor at Hopper twenty seventeen on Twitter? Like, Damian Deschain, Christian Rose, you may not have wanted me on the show, but I'm on this show. Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! Guys, you know what? Very nicely played. That's good. That's so. Guys, good. when we do Tales of Casey parts <laughs> two through forty, <laughs> someone's got to play them. <laughs> Right, I want okay. Uh, by the way, we are going to make this pledge to you guys. Okay. When we do Tales of Casey Part Two, we will do it's. It will be titled Tales of Casey Two Colon Something. <laughs> we will give you a tagline. Only. Yes. Do it. Just. That's awesome. All right. I don't think that was loud. Yeah, enough. no, it, 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 the, the waveform peak. Now do hey, it again. Um, do it again. Yeah, do it again. Do it again. That's awesome. There it is. <laughs> yes, that's the Undertaker saying that's awesome. That's awesome. That's All right. Awesome. So anyway, um, I was gonna say something. Good talk. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Whatever. Um, you want to plug stuff? I got nothing. We I got. You I, gotta. I, 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 I plug your shit all the time. Magnum. I have RCCW. I have nothing. Now alive. Magnum dongs. <laughs> oh, I dropped my monster condom that I use for my Magnum dong. <laughs> Dude, Brayden did this unbelievable De Niro impression earlier. It was God, absolutely Brayden's, incredible. All of his impressions are fucking gold. I don't. Not at all. A lot of this one was visual. So I don't know that I need him oh, to man. do it here. I will do it off air. Yeah. Okay. It's not a, it's, it's not very, um, I mean, it's kind of audio. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> no. Point being, let's sign off. <laughs> Sounds great. IWTV. Yep. My documentary, well, Connor's documentary about me. Yep. Fucking let's go. You know? And uh, you know what? If you're going to sign off and hit stop, be a man. Be a man. Amen. What are we in?